Live on the Exeter Sports Network, it's Exeter Eagles Varsity Baseball 2023. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph Medical Center on the web at pennstatehealth.org and the new Birdies Inn, home of the best burger in Burks. Now to the broadcast booth, here is your announcer, Darren Ziner. Good afternoon, welcome to the Exeter Eagles Varsity Baseball pregame show, albeit brief. <laughs> Brought to you by Jerry Gelliff Media on the Exeter Sports Network. Jerry, we talk about the dog days of summer. 82 degrees. Now, I think depending on which thermostat you take a look at on the way over here, it was 86, it was 84, but 82 degrees, a little breeze looking out at the flag. It's pretty still out there, but there is a breeze behind us heading out to probably right field. But, Jerry, these are the kind of days that you want to play ball in. Oh, oh. Or call a game. I mean, you know, <laughs> make your choice. Make your choice there. But it's, it's uh, yeah, the the great thing, yes, it's warm. It's not humid, Darren. Remember, it, it's not humid. It is not humid. And today, your Exeter Eagles, a Burks one-league matchup with the Reading Red Knights. And, hey, Jerry, let's talk about those Eagles. They're coached by Justin Freeze. And they he leads them taking a look at a bounce back and forth. Exeter in a log jam for second place in Division I. Governor Mifflin out ahead at 3-0 in league play. Wilson, Exeter, Muhlenberg, and Redding all at 1-1. Exeter comes in 4-2 overall. So at that point, the last game that we covered on the Exeter Sports Network, the Eagles were stymied that day, Jerry, by the Muhlenberg Mules, Dalton Fowweiler throwing a two-hitter, a 7-0 win for Muhlenberg. And it taught Exeter that they need some depth at that pitching position. Well, sure it did. But, uh, you know, d don't take anything away from Fowler. I mean, the kid, he, he had it that day. Everything he was throwing was hitting. I mean, you know, he, he his pitch count was fairly low. Uh, so he was throwing all strikes. And he just, he, he kept them off base. Give, you know, and that's what a good pitcher has to do, right? Give Gavin Miller credit. He battled. All day long, didn't have his best stuff, took a scoreless game into the fifth. Muhlenberg ends up getting three in the sixth, four in the seventh to close that game out. But needless to say, again, kudos to Gavin Miller for fighting through that. Quickly talking about Redding, they're coached by Tom Freeze. He's in his third season at Redding, certainly rebuilding there. Tom went 185 and 124 in 17 seasons between Holy Name and Burke's Catholic. And a year ago, Reading 0-12 and Burks won 2-16 and overall. So a young team, but looking, of course, to rebound. And we'll see how they do tonight or this afternoon. Afternoon. So Reading will lead off. And I'm going to look back and forth here. The catcher, Joelian Zapata. Zapata batting 250. Leads the team with five runs scored, has three RBI. Final chat on the mound, Chase Cupid, Devin Sheeran will take the mound today for Exeter. So Darren, I went down to get the lineups from the, from the managers. And as I walked by the Exeter bullpen, Devin was taking his first uh, practice. First pitch into Zapata is up high, ball one. 
And you could hear that ball moving through the air as I was next to it on the other side of the fence. I'm sure you could. Devin fires, Zapata swings through it. It's strike one. One and one to the batter, Zapata. Devin at the belt. Here's the pitch. It's a ground ball to shortstop. And it's through for a single to get it started just by Carter Cordora. And Zapata on base with a single to get things started for Redding. Next batter is going to be the second baseman, Chris Disla. He leads Redding with a 364 average. Here's the pitch. It's outside, ball one. Zabata takes a short lead at first. Devin checks him. He's at the belt. Here's the pitch. High and tight. Throw to first. He's back. Two and nothing to the batter, Disla. Cheering at the belt, takes a look into Cupid. Here's the pitch. It's in there for a strike. Another snap throw to first. He's back. The count two and one. Make that, yeah, two and one. Sounded like the umpires did one and two. Cheering goes to first. Zapata's back. Zapata a base-stealing threat, Darren? Why don't we see if we can hold the pages down long enough to find that out? I've been getting some windy conditions. Yeah, <laughs> it's an absolutely gorgeous day. Zapata actually leads the team with three stolen bases. Devin collects himself on the mound. Toes the rubber, takes a look at Cupid. Gets the sign. Here's the pitch. Inside, call it a ball, even the count at two. Correction, three and one. He, did he say two and two? I, I was not listening. I'm, I'm concentrating on doing something All else. All right, he may have called it. We'll see what happens. All right. Now the count. So he rung him up. So it was two and two. Called third strike. So ring up Disla with the strikeout. That'll bring up the shortstop, Janzer Paredes. One out here in the top of the first. First pitch on the outside corner, strike one. Throw to first, he's back. Parade is struggling early in the year, a 118 batting average, two hits and 10 official at bats. Here's a ground ball to the right side. It gets through. 
Zapata will take third. Here's the throw. He's in with the slide. Janzer Paredes with a base hit to right field. And they've got runners at the corner with one out. Redding finding the holes early. One to left, one to right. The first baseman, Fernando Rodriguez, comes up to bat. He's batting 176. First pitch inside, ball one. Devin takes a look in it. Chase gets it, decides to throw it to first. He's back. It's a dangerous throw for you. It Coach is. even called out Devin, you got a runner on third. Anytime you have a runner on three, you don't want to be throwing the ball around. So Devin toes the rubber. Here's the pitch. Up high. It's a ball, 2-0. and oh. Devin takes a look in. Batter steps out. Two and nothing to the batter, Rodriguez. Devin has the sign. Here's the pitch. It's fouled off at the plate. Catches Cupid off the mask. It'll take the count to two and one. Cupid smiling down there. Not bothering him. He's a tough kid. He's a tough kid. If he can handle all those burners that Sheeran's throwing in there. Devin's numbers from the mound, an ERA of .70. 2-0 in his two appearances. Toes the rubber. Lead off first from Paredes. Here's the pitch. It's a curveball outside corner. Called strike, evens the count at two. How are we not sending Paredes? I think at that point there's only one out in the inning. You don't want to make him the second out. And Exeter could put on a play where you have the second baseman of the shortstop cut it off. Here is a pitch. It's a shot to right field by Rodriguez. Zapata will come home to score. Paredes will take second, and it's an early 1-0 Reading lead. So I'm going to ask again, <laughs> why wouldn't you have sent the runner to second base? There's a distinct possibility you got a 2-0 lead. There's going to be did. a trip to the mound here to talk to Devin. Just going to be to calm him down, to remind him to hit his spots. But give Redding credit early. They come out of the gates with three singles. Runners at first and second, one run across. They're showing the Exeter Eagles they are not intimidated. That is very true. Came out swinging. Credit to them. Redding comes into today's game 
after Monday's 4-2 loss to Wyoming missing. They managed to scratch out three hits in that game. Disla, Rodriguez, and Garcia, the third baseman. Here's the first pitch. It'll be to the left fielder, Patrick, excuse me, the center fielder, Patrick Gregorio. Second pitch down low, 2-0 quickly. Ball field's filling up a little bit with folks. Here's pitch outside, 3-0 to the center fielder, Gregorio. Devin takes a look in for the sign. He's got it, toes the rubber. Here's the pitch. It's in there for a strike, 3-1. and one. Devin toes the rubber, here's the pitch. It's inside, ball four. And Walk the bases are loaded. Coming up, the right fielder, Harold Tavares. Need of a double play ball here, Darren. Absolutely, they do. Tavares hitting 214. Devin's first pitch in the dirt, ball one. As a team, pretty indicative of Redding's struggles thus far, 188, but obviously showing some different flashes here in the top of the first. Here's Devin's next pitch. Off the corner, he actually gets the call this time. It's a strike. Evens the count at one and one to Tavares. Tries to bunt, bunts through it. It's a great idea. Paredes was coming home on it. Had to quick scamper back to third. Exeter has the first and third baseman up. Gavin Marr at third. Joe Omorino at first. A few steps in. Tavares steps out, counts even at one. Devin has the sign, here's the pitch. It's outside, ball two. Devin takes a moment to collect himself on the mound. A swing through, and it's a strikeout. So it must have been two and two. I don't know how I'm missing certain pitches. I'm going to say it's because the umpire, the way he's calling certain things, can't tell if it's a ball or a strike. So needless to say, Tavares goes down. Yeah, this ump is not terribly demonstrative. Here's Devin's first pitch. In there for a strike. 
Alex Gomez steps in. Strike two. Devin quickly ahead, nothing in two. That I could tell. <laughs> Here's the pitch. Swing, but just gets a piece of it. Cupid can't hold it. So still nothing in two. To the batter, Gomez. Gomez sits deep in the box. Well, when you got a heater like Devin coming at you, you want as much room as you can to see it. <laughs> Every inch helps, right? Here's the pitch. Just off the outside corner. Call the ball. One and two the count. Base is full. The reason I said that is because it sounded to me like he may have gotten a piece of Cupid's glove. Here's the pitch. That's a high fastball. Swings through it, and it's a strikeout. Devitt ends up striking out the side. But Redding one run on three hits. They take the lead. one nothing after a half of play. We'll be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. Leandy Santana will pitch today for Redding. He's got an ERA of 7.50 in two appearances, nothing in one. He'll go up against the top of the order for Exeter, which will be Alex Kelsey leading off. In the second spot, second baseman Luke Gehring, third baseman Joel Amarino will hit third, the pitcher Devin Sheeran fourth, catcher Chase Cupid will bat fifth, third baseman Gavin Marr sixth. In the seventh spot, the designated hitter Chase Blue, but out in the field it'll be Quentin Wesley in left field. Carter Cordora bats eight and plays shortstop. And batting ninth, the right fielder, number 14, Carter Redding. Alex Kelsey showing quite the flair against Central York. Got in there pitching, got roughed up a little bit, but he came back, hit the two-run walk-off home run and against for, Central York. Yes, and, and, and for his uh, efforts, was rewarded by Mike Drago as the Utility Employees Credit Union Player of the Week and well-deserved. I mean, Alex is lighting it on fire, man. And interesting you would say that because he did get the Utilities Employee Credit Union Player of the Week for a 6-for-9 effort, 7 RBIs, 4 runs scored. 
and of course the grand slam in that earlier 11-1 win over Wilson. Here's the first pitch. Kelsey bunts it to the left-hand side. It's not handled. He's going to be on. So Alex Kelsey takes advantage of the deep third baseman. Alex Gomez. Yeah, Gomez just couldn't dig it out of his glove. He he, he made the uh, he made the reception cleanly, but he he just couldn't dig it out. Dropped it, and Kelsey was sitting down there eating a Twinkie. Alex Kelsey hitting 500 coming into this game. He's on first. Next batter, Luke Gehring. He takes ball one. Santana takes a look at Kelsey. He's got a huge lead at first. Here's the pitch. There goes Kelsey. Throw down he to second. Safe. Kelsey has it. The throw goes into center, but it's backed up. Kelsey got a great slide. He got a great slide. Taking a look here. That's Kelsey's 10th stolen base on the year. 10th in, is this the sixth game? This is the actual seventh game. Seventh game. So Kelsey with the stolen base. Gearing steps out as the umpire directed him to. He squares to bunt. Gets the bunt down to the right side. It's fielded by fielded by Santana. He's not exactly sure where to go with the ball. Holds on to it while Alex went to third. Ends up throwing it late to first and Alex comes around to score. That was a really odd play. It's like he forgot there was somebody running to first. I would agree. That's going to be, I would assume that's an error on the uh, on the pitcher. Uh, he had it in plenty of time and, and it was as if he just looked to third, and then when he didn't have the play at third, he held on to it. So Luke Gearing is on at first. First pitch to Joel Marino outside. That's a ball. Yeah, the standard procedure there is to look at third and see if you have a play, and when you don't, automatically turn to first. He froze. Here's the pitch. It's outside. I think that's where the youth comes into play, where you have to practice those situations enough in order for it to be ingrained and I think they're getting to that point so two and nothing to the batter Umarino here's the pitch it's up high ball three Umarino 357 on the year eight RBIs with six runs scored he of the grand slam as well <laughs> another one Who's There's just tearing it apart. Up high, ball four. He's tearing the, the hide off of the ball, Al Marino. He absolutely is. Devin Sheeran will step into the box. Devin hitting at a 533 clip. Leads the team, actually second in the team with nine RBI. Alex Kelsey leads with 10. So Sharon steps in. First pitch in there for a strike. The Eagles hit three grand slams last week. And 
Is is that three or is that four on the year? Home runs, it's actually, well, it's three grand, grand slams, slams right. four homers on the year. Right. So so the three grand slams, I remember asking in our, in, in our JG Media chat, has anybody ever heard of a team getting three grand slams in a season, much less than five games? And two in the same inning. Right. So it's actually five homers. Devin has two. Yeah. And Alex has two, and Joel Omarino has one. So yeah. five home runs by the team. So a walk to the mound for Leandy Santana. The umpire goes out to break it up. He's going to roust him. I don't know. I don't see this umpire being one to roust. I could be wrong there, Jerry. But <laughs> he doesn't I look rousty to you, Darren. I don't think so. Hey, we want to throw <laughs> congratulations out to Ty Jonas, uh, Exeter Lacrosse. He broke two school records, the first scoring nine goals in a game, which is pretty impressive. The second, he uh, ultimately beat the all-time scoring record with 173. He's up to 180 now. But congratulations on two school records in lacrosse for Ty Jonas. Yep. Here's Devin Sheeran with a rope to the left side. Gearing's crown uh, coming around third, he'll score. Omarino will go into third, and Devin Sheeran will stand on two with a double. Nice hit. Just took it and looped it over to third baseman's head, and it skittered down the line, forcing the left fielder to chase it a bit once it went out of bounds. So it worked really, really well. So gearing in, 2-1 Exeter. Marino on third, Devin Sheeran on second. Chase Cupid will come up. Our dear friend Ian Kelsey tells us Cupid has a homer too. So make it six on the Yes, year. he does as I look at his stats. He's hitting 353 on the year. Here's the pitch. It's down low. Ball one. Darren, did you catch the courtesy runner? I'm going to let you pick up the courtesy runners. There's always a courtesy <laughs> runner for Devin. He's not the he's not the quickest out there on the base paths. See that number out there, Darren? Is it 35? 25. Probably 25. 25. Here's a ground ball to the right side. Second baseman has it. Goes to first for the out. Omarino will come in to score. So 4-3 on the put out. Tack up another RBI for Chase Cupid. Three-one Exeter. First pitch to Gavin Marr is a ball. That's downstairs, ball two. Inside. Three and nothing. To the third baseman, Gavin Marr. Santana takes a look in. He's at the belt. Here's the pitch. It's a cross for a strike, three and one.
I still don't have any idea who that courtesy runner is. Here's the pitch. It's a curveball. It's in there for strike two. Is it Matt Heckler? Heckler would be 27. Well, then it's 15. It no, it's not 15. That's Chase Cupid. <laughs> I cannot see that number. Hopefully he scores and we'll see what it is. <laughs> Here's the pitch. It's a curveball. Roped foul down the left field line. That's 26 look. And we don't have a 26 on our roster. Count will stay full. The courtesy runner will remain a mystery. Here's the pitch. It's wild, high and outside. Ball four. When I say outside, uh, how about over his shoulder? Had to remember that uh, he was a right-handed batter, not a lefty. That thud you heard, was it hitting high on the padding? Yes, it was. So we've got one out in the inning. Chase Blue, the designated hitter, comes up. Good job by the catcher, Tavares, to, uh, do I have that number right? Here's a pitch up high. To corral that ball. That's actually Joelian Zapata behind the plate for Redding. My bad. That's a nine. I couldn't see it through the equipment. It happens. Here's Santana with the pitch. It's inside. Ball two. So nice job by Zapata to stay on top of that ball. He had to chase it a little bit, but it, it kept anybody from making any extracurricular moves. Santana takes a look for the sign he has it. Here's the pitch. It's in there for a strike. That'll make the count two and one. Gavin Marr on first, the unnamed base runner on third. Here's the pitch. It's a fly ball to right field. He's under it. He squeezes it. Harold Tavares will throw it in. And the mystery runner, which is number 26. And there's no 26 <laughs> on my roster. We will we'll track that down for you. Or we won't. No, I think we're going to certainly try. So a sack fly. to the right fielder for the second out of the inning. And here's a drive by Carter Cordora over the shortstop's head. Gavin Marr stops it too. And it's first and second with two outs here in the bottom of the first. The ninth batter will be Carter Redding. Here's the pitch. Santana in there, curveball for a strike. That's a nice pitch by Santana. He steps off. Mar on second, Cordora on first, two outs, top of the first, 4-1 Exeter. Here's the pitch. It's a curveball. It's fouled off to the right-hand side. 
it'll be nothing in two to Redding. Redding in the batter's box. Santana has the sign, takes a look at Marr at two. Here's the pitch. It's a curveball inside that he's able to foul off to the right side. Kind of handcuffed him there. It'll keep the count at nothing and two. Redding staying alive with that one. Here's the pitch. Fouled off to the left side. Still nothing and two. Santana's pitch. It's in there. He's able to get a piece of it. Slow breaking ball. Still nothing in two to Carter Redding, the right fielder. Carter in tight on the plate. Here's the pitch. It's a rope down the right side, but it goes foul. Four fouls from Carter Redding here. Keeps the count at nothing and two. He's got the sign, takes a look at Gavin, it's two. Here's an inside pitch, fouls it off to the right side. Still nothing in two. We saw Carter in football, a wide out, and also a cornerback. What else was he there? The two-point specialist. Here's the pitch, it's up high, it's a ball. One and two. Every time you hear Carter Redding's name, you go right to the two-point specialist. How many times did it, did, you know, did we see it? Was it three times, four times last it, year? It could have been four. Here's the pitch. It's a curveball outside. And we had that constant debate going, too, where is it intentional? Is it a broken play like he couldn't tell? Two we, and two to Redding. Did we ask Bauer? And he declined to answer. <laughs> Here's a fastball up high. Good job, Carter Redding works the count full. Patience. Runners will be off with the pitch. Two outs here in the bottom of the first, 4-1 Exeter. Santana looks in for the sign. He has it. Here's the pitch. Here's a shot just inside the bag, and it's a fair ball. Nope, they're going to call it a foul ball. That was pretty darn close. Yeah. The first baseman, Fernando Rodriguez, looked like he had a play on it, but it curved foul just before it got to first base. So the count will remain full. The runners go back. Carter Cordora was around second, halfway to third. Cordor on one, Mar on two, here's the pitch. Outside, ball four. Nice job, Carter Redding, to stay alive in that one. And the bases are loaded, and we're at the top of the order for Alex Kelsey. Exeter's batted around. 
So did he foul off two or three to stay alive in that uh, sequence? He fouled off two. Two. It was nothing in two, and then he fouled the two off. Here's Santana's first pitch to Kelsey. It's a curveball outside. Ball one. Seems like he's relying a lot on off speed. Here's the pitch. It's a fastball. Kelsey swings through it. It'll even the count at one. Kelsey swing, he left the bat on his shoulder after he came all the way around. I was like, why did I swing at that? Kelsey with the bunt single the first time up. Here's an inside pitch. Ball two, two and one. He got the bunt single, his 11th stolen, excuse me, 10th stolen base. Here's a shot up the middle. It's off the pitcher's glove, goes into center field. One run, Marzin. Here comes Cordora. Alex Kelsey will be on first with a single. Two runs are in, and it's 6-1 Exeter. Kelsey just took that one straight up the middle. I mean, gigantic gap. At second base, gigantic, and nobody could cover it to uh, could cover the space to make that play. Two RBIs for a team leading 12th. Carter Redding moves to third on the play. Luke Gearing strokes one to left field. Can't come up with it. It goes by the left fielder. It's loose, rolling all the way to the warning track. One run is in. Here comes Kelsey. Gearing sliding into third. He's got a triple. Just a, uh, an incredible misplay by the left fielder. A line drive that hits just in front of the left fielder. Samir Batista. He seemed to stumble a little bit. It gets by him, goes all the way to the warning track. So Carter Redding scores. He ends up on third with the triple. Bringing up. Joel Marino. Walked and scored his first time up. 8-1 Exeter. Wow, man, that happened fast. Here's the pitch. Well, Marino grounds it to the right side. First baseman Rodriguez has it, tosses it to Santana, and there's the out. 3-1 on the force out. And the third out of the inning. Exeter plates eight. We've played one full. It's 8-1 Eagles. We'll be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Thank you for joining us on the Exeter. Thank you for joining us on the new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. 
Dancing to the Oldies on Monday, Open Mic Tuesday, Trivia or Live Music on Wednesday, Thursday is Karaoke with Angie, and Live Music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The New Birdies Inn, 160 Old Freedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the in thing to do. Check Birdie's Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. This is the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. 35 pitches for Leandy Santana in that first. Devin Sheeran takes the mound for the top of the second. In that first inning, Exeter wraps five hits around three walks to come up with their eight runs. Devin toes the rubber. Here's the pitch. It's in there for a strike. First pitch, excuse me, second pitch is going to be outside, taking a look as far as who the batter is. That would be Leandi Santana. Yes, it will, number seven, the pitcher. In there for a swinging strike. One and two the count. To Santana. Here's the pitch. It's outside. Evens the count at two. Here's a situation where I look out there and it's, again, it's the 3D trying to see what balls and strikes are. Here's the pitch. On the outside corner, called strike three. Fourth strikeout for Devin Sheeran today. So all of the outs have been strikeouts. All the outs have been strikeouts. First pitch, we'll take a look to see who this is. It's a ball down low. A swinging strike. One on one. Pitch is outside. Two and one to the batter, Samir Batista. Low and outside. Here's the pitch. It's up high, ball. This is Batista, the left fielder who misjudged that ball by Carter Redding? Yes, sir. And there's outside, ball four. Devin's second walk of the game thus far. We're back to the top of the lineup. Joelian Zapata had a single to left his first time up. 
First pitch, off speed on the outside corner, strike one. Devin takes a look at Batista at first. Here's the pitch. Ground ball foul on the left-hand side. Nothing in two to Zapata. Wind calming down here a little bit, and as you look out at the flag, a slight right to left, right field to left field breeze. Sheeran checks Batista over at first. He's back. Takes a look in the dugout, gets some instruction. Devin takes a peek over at first. He's on the rubber. Here's the pitch. It's a breaking ball. Fouls it straight back. It'll keep the count at nothing and two. Devin looks in. He's got the sign. Takes a look at Batista on first. Here's the pitch. It's up high, a little outside. Call it a ball, one and two. He looks into Chase Cupid, shakes off one sign, gets the next one. Here's the pitch. It's a fastball up high, ball two. Devin walks off the mound a little bit. Toes the rubber again, looks into Chase, has the sign. He's at the belt, here's the pitch. It's a ground ball to the right side. Luke Gearing has it, goes to first to Amarino for the out. Batista will take second. But that'll be the second out of the inning. 4-3 on the put out. Batista was on the run at the crack of the bat and uh, easily made it into second. It was an impossibility to get him. It'll bring up the second baseman, Chris Disla. He struck out his first time up. Chase calls time, walking out to Devin. Here comes coach. They'll all get together. So Devin not necessarily having full control. Certainly he's overpowering, which would account for his strikeouts thus far. But it doesn't seem as if he's got full control as far as being able to pinpoint where he wants those pitches. If he pulls back a little bit, like instead of trying to throw 92, throw at 88, is that going to help his accuracy? Or is it going to throw off his whole thing? I'm going to tell you something that I learned when I was coaching softball, and one of the girls I had, her name was Abby Boyer, she could throw lights out. Devin Sheeran will come out of the game, not happy, but he'll be replaced. Maybe that had something to do with it. Matt Heckler is going to come in to replace him, but she could fire the ball, but Early on, she didn't have the control, and what I was told, you can't teach speed. 
So ah. at that point, let her fire away and the control will come. So <laughs> I'm not going to tell him to dial it down. If he's going to throw that, you learn to control what you can throw. So here's a thought, Darren. Sheeran's back in. I'm going to say that he's going to play third. So are they saving him for Friday against Mifflin? They very well may. With an eight, with a seven-run lead in the second? That is a, a good possibility. Just taking a look, and I'll, I'll have this for you momentarily as far as uh, his pitch count is concerned. Forty-three pitches. I'll say approximately forty-five on my account. That's a lot of pitches. Uh, in for one and you a know, third in one two one and two thirds. Two thirds. So, with what you're saying, there might be some validity to that to save him for Friday's game against Mifflin to some degree. If indeed that's the case, it's a very smart move by uh, Coach Reese. Going to need the heater against that Mifflin team that's scoring, what, an average of 800 runs a game? They are quite the offensive juggernaut, beating Muhlenberg 15-3. Yeah, man. Probably should have gone to a commercial there, Darren. That's okay. Matt Heckler just threw a few warm-up pitches. You know, one thing I learned in baseball, I learned it from Harry Callis. In baseball, there is no such thing as dead air. Not in baseball. Because really? you, you can hear what's going on in the background at all, the, at all times. So here's Heckler, his first pitch. Well, really not in any sport. I mean, when you've got the crowd noise. True. Not like it's a studio effort. True. So Chris Disla, the second baseman, takes ball one. Heckler takes a look, checks the runner at two, Batista. Here's the pitch. Outside, ball two. Again, Sheeran Disla struck out. He leads Redding with that 364 average. Here's the pitch. Tries a... Swinging bunt. Two and one. He did call the strike. It looked like a strike, and as you mentioned, not necessarily a demonstrative umpire, so wasn't quite sure how he was calling it. But two and one to Disla. Heckler looks in for the pitch. Swings through it. That'll even the count at two. Disla is a, uh, not a big guy, so that makes the strike zone a little harder to hit, doesn't it, Darren? It absolutely does. Then he's a lefty, so if he hits it to the left side, he's got a little more, one or two steps to get to first. Here's the pitch. That's a tough one on the inside corner. He doesn't get the call. Ball three, and it's full. Two outs here. 
Top of the second, 8-1 Exeter. Cutting bench is vocal. Here's Heckler. He's at the belt. Here's the pitch. It's swung through a strikeout, and that is the third out of the inning. So Heckler comes in, gets the strikeout, and we go to the bottom of the second. We've played one and a half. It's 8-1 Exeter. We'll be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg Maiden Creek and Straustown seeing you quickly our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now or our on-demand app and walk-in lab mammography and imaging services seeing you anytime we're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. It's the Exeter Sports Network. David Garcia comes in to pitch for Redding as we go to the bottom of the second. So Santana gives up eight runs. They're going to say all of them were earned, but because of that play out in left field, I realize it's one of those he had an opportunity to catch it. I don't know if he just lost his footing, stumbled a little bit, whatever the case was. Of course, it gets back to him, a couple runs score from there. But uh, I will say that for these purposes, all eight of those runs would be earned. One would think. Uh, actually, wait a minute. I'm going to. No, there was an error. The pitcher, yeah, and yes. well, and that's an interesting call right there too, because he has the opportunity to make the play. It's one of those. I'm glad I'm not an official scorer. <laughs> <laughs> the great thing about being the official scorer is your word is law. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. All right. So Exeter gets started here in the bottom of the second with Devin Sheeran. Hit a double, first time up. Here's Garcia's pitch, fouled off to the right side. It'll go out of play. Nothing in one. Garcia steps off the mound. Now he's back on it. Devin awaits the pitch. And here it is. It's up high, ball one. Evens the count at one to Devin Sheeran, who moves to third base. Here's a curveball on the outside, swings through it. It's one and two. It's a very nice curveball. That's one of those you get a little anxious, but you're right. And here is some of the younger pitching staff, David Garcia, a freshman. So here's the pitch. It's a curveball. 
fouled off to the right side. It'll go out of play. It'll keep the count at one and two. Garcia toes the rubber. Sharon awaits. Here's the pitch. It's inside. It's a ball. It'll even the count at two. Garcia, a 9-4-5 ERA in two appearances. Here's a foul off to the left-hand side. Count remains at two. 8-1 Exeter. None out, bottom of the second. And the pitch. Curveball way outside. Takes the count full. Here's a rope down the left field line. It's a fair ball. Sharon rounding first, going into second. The ball comes in. Sharon already there. He's in for a double. And Exeter has the leadoff hitter on. Same type of hit he got last time. Right down the line. Fielded cleanly that time, holding him to two. And the, uh, the second baseman when he got the ball in, as Sheeran was getting up, held the ball on him just in case his foot left the bag. Devin hitting his second and third double on the year. That's an old Bill Buckner trick, by the way. I'll take your word for it. Remember Bill Buckner? I do remember Bill Buckner. His first baseman for the Cubs. I saw him get two guys that way. First pitch to Cupid a ball. Second one on the outside corner, it's a strike. One and one. Don't want to shortchange Chase. He's got a homer, a triple, two doubles on the year. Here's a pitch on the outside corner called strike. One and two to the catcher, Cupid. Garcia takes a look at Devin at two. Here's the pitch. It's in there, ropes it down the first base side, but it goes foul. Where we can't see it, but of course you can always tell with the reaction of the player. The dugout hinders our view. Yeah, we need to get a platform built so that we could see everything. What do you think? I, I couldn't agree more. Tom Legath, if you're listening, we need a platform built. Zapata runs out, talks to Garcia quickly, comes back behind the plate. Here's the pitch. A curveball freezes Cupid, but it's high and inside. Evens the count at two. And the pitch. It's roped to the right side. It gets through the hole on the right. Devin Sheeran will rumble around, gritting his teeth the whole way. He's across for Exeter's ninth run of the game. Devin was hustling. 
Oh, he's holding his side. Chase Cupid's seven, seventh RBI on the year with that single to the right side. Devin is grimacing from that uh, run. I'll call it the side stitch. He's got a side stitch. So here is Matt Heckler stepping into bat. He's hitting 333 on the year. Here's the pitch. Ball one. Second pitch outside, ball two. 2-0 to the current pitcher, Matt Heckler. Garcia takes a look at first. Cupid, here's the pitch. It's in there for a strike. Quick snap throw by Zapata. Rodriguez able to keep it in front of him. Cupid's back. And I think that was a called ball. Here's a pop to the right side. The second baseman going back to make the play and does. So that's the first out of the inning. Second baseman Chris Disla out there to make that play. Chase Blue, the designated hitter, will step in. Chase goes back to one, so it's 9-1 Exeter. One out, bottoms two. Here's Garcia's first pitch to Chase, and it's outside, ball one. Cupid takes a bit of a lead off first. Here's a foul off at the plate. It'll even the count at one. I will say at one point, and it very well may be the case, there are three chases on the team. <laughs> Here's the pitch from Garcia. It's a swing and a miss. Here's a snap throw to first, but Cupid is back. Now take the count to one and two against Chase Blue. So you have Chase Blue, you have Chase Cupid, and you have freshman Chase McCusker. Yes. How about that? Here's Garcia with the pitch. It's up high ball. We got two Carters. Garcia, glove at the belt. Here's the pitch. It's rope to the left side, down the line. This will go all the way to the wall. Chase Cupid rolls into third. Nice job, Chase Blue. He's... Got his first double of the year, rolls into second. And Exeter is runners on second and third with one out here in the bottom of the second. Trotted down there to second. He knew he was he was good and safe, didn't have to worry about a slide. 
always makes it easy. And now one of the Carters are up. That's exactly right. Carter Cordora, a single his first time up. Here's the pitch. He ropes it past the third baseman. It's going to bring in two. Cordora stops, thinks about it. Now on the throw in, he's going to take two uncontested. So give him a single, and he takes second base on the throw. But a rope past the third baseman. It plates two, and Exeter has an 11-1 lead. The third baseman definitely had a shot at that. He just could not make the play. Here's Garcia with the pitch. Carter Redding. Swings through the first, strike one. Garcia steps off. Takes a look at Cordora down at two. Garcia looks in for the sign from Zapata. He has it. Here's the pitch. Swings through a high fastball. It'll make it nothing in two. Good pop in that ball. Garcia looks at Cordor on two. Here's the pitch. It's a curveball. He stays with it. It's a ground ball to Disla. Over to Rodriguez. Gets it for the out. So 4-3 on the putout for the second out of the inning. Carter Cordora takes third on the play. And we're to the top of the order with Alex Kelsey. Two for two on the day. A bunt single and a straight up single right up the middle. Here's the pitch. Fouls it back. Nothing in one. It's just a weird hesitation in Garcia's delivery. I, I didn't notice it before. Well, I would say, again, youthfulness, and as time goes along, they'll certainly work with him. Here's the pitch. It's up high. Oh, looked like it was up high, but called a strike. Nothing in two to the batter, Kelsey. Looks over to the dugout and just kind of says, don't know what to do with that one. Garcia has the pitch. He's at the belt. Here we go. Here's a shot to Disla too. He scoops it up over to Rodriguez at first, and that retires the side. Exeter adds three. We've played two full. It's 11-1 Eagles. We'll be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. The new Birdies Inn is the hangout spot in Exeter. 
In addition to entertainment every night, Bertie's has a great menu too. Traditional pub food like wings, nachos, and chili, as well as non-traditional fare such as fish and chips, they'll kill boss a cheesesteak, plus the best burger in Burks. Yes, I said it. The best burger in Burks. Two bars, including the enclosed, until spring that is, deck. Two dining rooms, smiling servers, and great drink specials. The new Birdies Inn, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. This is the Exeter Sports Network. Shortstop Janzer Paredes will start it off for Redding. Had a single his first time up. Paredes leading the team with six RBIs. And interestingly enough, batting average struggling, a 118 batting average, yet he leads the team in RBIs with six. You normally won't find that. No, generally not. It's a, uh, I guess that's a function of a lot of sacrifices. Potentially, Maybe. or just critical hits. And perhaps he cleared the bases two times. Perhaps. So Paredes will step in against Matt Heckler. He got the third out in the top of the second, and he comes on for the third. Paredes in the box. Here's Heckler, the stretch, the pitch, swing and a miss, strike one. Heckler looks into Cupid for the sign, he's got it. And here's the stretch. It's a curveball, pops to the right side. Not sure if it's trouble, Alex Kelsey under it. He corrals it. And that is the first out here in the top of the third. You, know, you gotta kinda hold your breath every time the ball goes to the outfield because the sun is right in their eyes. It is, in fact, I was thinking about that coming over here that with such bright sunshine and a high sky, would that potentially cause an issue? But not for Alex that time. First baseman Fernando Rodriguez steps in. And also not a problem for that guy with his glass pack muffler. Apparently not. Rodriguez with a single and the lone RBI for Redding. Here's Heckler with the pitch. Doesn't uh, want to swing, but he goes around. Strike one. Heckler looks in, gets the sign. Here's the windup and the pitch. It's a curveball. It's a fly ball out to Alex Kelsey. Little bit right center. Makes the grab. And just like that, two outs here in the top of the third. Four Redding in the bottom of the second. Second baseman Chris Disla had a hand in all three outs. He had the put out uh, as far as the pop out. And then two ground balls. Over to first, and he's involved in all three. Here's Heckler with the pitch. Alex had Rodriguez played perfectly. He took about three steps to his left, made the catch. Patrick, it, oh, go ahead, Jerry. I was going to say it's one of the things that, that we see with Alex. He, he really has his positioning. Center fielder Patrick 
Gregorio steps in. Second pitch a strike, evens it up at one. Here's Heckler in the windup and the pitch. A curveball hits the outside corner, it's one and two. Heckler, a deceptive lefty out there. Here's the pitch. It's down low, bounces up. Did you call him a deceptive lefty? I, I, I'm going to call it a deceptive lefty. It, he's very long, very undulating. Look at somebody swallowed the sores today. So two and two. <laughs> Here's the pitch. <laughs> a swing and a miss. He struck him out, and that'll retire the side. We have played two and a half here at Exeter. It's Exeter 11, Reading 1. We'll be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. playing sports count on penn state health sports medicine to help you get back to doing what you love weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers they'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you same day and next day appointments available call penn state health sports medicine at 610-378-2255 that's 610-378 2255. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. We are back. Bottom three, a new catcher for Reading, Frank Adamas. David Garcia continues on the mound. Exeter will have the two, three, four hitters, two in Luke Gearing, three in Joel Omarino, and four in Devin Sheeran. Luke Gearing got on base in that first inning. We've already talked about the play where pitcher makes the play on a slow grounder to his left off the mound, our right. Thinks about going to three, and by the time he didn't see that there, never thought about going to one. So that put Gearing on, and then Gearing with the triple in the second to bring home two. Solid performance by these Exeter Eagles. One of those where you put Devin out there, he struggles a little bit, they, they hit him hard early. So at that point, you know that your offense is potent enough that all you have to do is, is hold course, play solid defense, and let your offense take over, and that's exactly what has happened here today. A spider has built a web on the equipment, Darren. Just like that. How about that? In the short time we've been here. That's right. It can happen. Squash him. Yeah, I'll get right to it. I can't even see it. <laughs> He's over here. You've, you've got the angle. I, I can't yeah. see what you see. Leave him alone. He's not bothering anybody. Yeah, pretty much. So Luke Gearing will come up. Officially, he'll be two for two. Luke hitting 375. 
with two today, five RBIs on the year. There's a swing and a miss, strike one. This is one of those games where you can jack up your individual stats a little bit. Yes, you can. Here's Garcia's pitch. It's up high, ball one. And that's something you always have to temper. Friday, we talked about in football, I'm sorry, in basketball, where there were some landmark victories in January. Here's a ground ball to the shortstop. He's got it. Long throw. It's going to be high. So he'll beat that out. So we're going to give him a base hit on that one. It was a long throw. He very well could have beaten it out anyway. So three for three on the day for Luke Gearing. But we, we talk about in basketball those landmark wins when they beat Burke's Catholic on, I want to say, the 24th of January. Then they came back <laughs> and beat him again and lost in the county championship game. But the way they played in that game, another landmark game, and that – the reason I say that is Friday's game against Governor Mifflin will be a litmus test to show you exactly where you're at. What a great comment, Darren. It absolutely will be. They are the yardstick, I think, on which everybody measures themselves. So we've got a new batter. Uh-oh, and here... I'm going to have to take a look. It is the aforementioned number 26. So Joel Amarino uh, will sit down. Here is a ground ball foul of third base. And I know I have it because you sent me, and I think it might have been the the last lineup card that actually had everybody on it. So I'm sure it's there. You think? I'm positive. So here's up high. Trying to get Ian's attention. He won't look over here. Dare, I'm trying to see what the count is. Here's a ball up high. Ian, if you're listening, check your phone. That's how we're going to get our number 26. But but it's going to be a delay. <laughs> <laughs> he won't look at you right away. He'll look at us in like 10 minutes. There we go. He just looked over. <laughs> All right, see? Told you. It was going to happen. All right, so Garcia, here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. And that'll be a strikeout. So one out in the bottom of the third. Okay, apparently he's not going to check his phone. Here's Garcia's pitch. It's outside. New batter, Gavin Miller. Garcia takes a look back. Gearing is back. He toes the rubber, takes a look in. Adamas gets the sign to him, and this one hits him. So Gavin Miller will take his base after being hit by the pitch. 
Gavin's messing with my head a little bit wearing that red helmet. Chase McCusker, the aforementioned one of the Chase Cubes. <laughs> we'll step in. It's an inside pitch. It'll be a wild pitch. Runners will advance a base. So Gearing will take third. Miller will take second. It's a strike. The count one and one. Garcia takes a look in. He's got the sign. Here's the pitch. It's in there for a strike. It'll be. Take a look at the sign. Forget that. I can't see it. Here's a curveball in the outside corner, and it's strike three, the second strikeout of the inning for Garcia. And up comes the left-handed hitting, Matt Heckler. Garcia seems to have found his stride here. Garcia's at the belt. Here's the pitch. It's outside, ball one. Heckler doing a nice job once he came in spelling Devin Sheeran after one and two thirds. Here's the pitch. Heckler, it's a ground ball to the first baseman, Rodriguez. He has it. He's trying to race him, and he beats him to the bag. So one unassisted on the putout, and that'll retire the side. We've played three full. It's your Eagles 11, the Red Knights 1. We'll be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Birdie's Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdie's Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdie's Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Darren surveying the scene. Yeah, it's one of those where if we have a new catcher, I dare you to tell me the number. <laughs> oh, mama mia. <laughs> that's that's what I was doing. I heard you come back from break, and I'm so focused on this. I'm like, I'm probably supposed to be saying something, but I'm not. <laughs> and that would be why. Completely covered. Act yeah, exactly. Completely covered. 
And I'm just taking a look at the the lineup to see potentially Jake Frannick pitches. Oh, wait a second. I know. You know. We'll see if, uh, if I can look at something here to figure out who else could have caught for Exeter. All right, anyway, Matt Heckler has the first pitch here in the top of the fourth. It's going to be to the right fielder, Harold Tavares, and it's ball one. Heckler looks in for the sign. He's got it. Here's the stretch. And Tavares ropes it to left field, and that'll be in there for a single. Dude, nicely hit ball. That was drilled to left field. Falls in front of Quentin Wesley. And the leadoff man is on for the Red Knights here in the top of the fourth. Nice, smooth stroke of the bat. Just followed it all the way through, and it dropped right in. Ander Baez, the batter now. New to the game. Here's the pitch. It's in there for a strike. Heckler takes a look at one. Here's the pitch. Swings out of high fastball. Strike one. Excuse me, strike two. Nothing in two to the batter. Baez. Here's Heckler. Looks at one. Here's the pitch. It's up high. Watching the Philadelphia Phillies game last night, something happened in the game versus the Marlins that had never happened in the history of Marlins baseball. And the player, uh, Arise, hit for the cycle. The first time in Marlins history. And there is strike three to Baez. So he'll sit down for the first out of the inning. But... No one in Marlins history until last night, of course, against the Phillies. Of course. He gets the <laughs> first cycle in Marlins history. Marlins history goes back, what, 27, 28 years now? say mid-90s, something right? like that, yeah. So Heckler takes a look at one. Tavares is there. Here's the pitch. Might be the single hardest thing to do in baseball. Hit for the cycle, it's, right? It is something. David Garcia steps in. Heckler's first pitch of ball. Here's the next. It's in there for a strike. Nice. Very nice. Evens the count at one. Just trim the inside corner there. Nice little floater. He checks Tavares at first. Heckler takes a look in. Here's the pitch. It's outside. He lays off. Two and one the count to the pitcher Garcia. Heard that one. 
Heckler glances over at first. He's got the sign. Toes the rubber. Here's the pitch. He lays off of it. It's ball three. Three and one to Garcia. One out here in the top of the fourth. 11-1 Exeter. Heckler has the sign. Here's the pitch. It's on the outside corner. Strike two. Counts full. Good job by Heckler battling. Tavares takes a lead off one. Heckler glances over. Toes the rubber. Here's the stretch. It's a fly ball out to center, short center field. Alex Kelsey has a beat on it. He squeezes it. It's the second out of the inning. And up comes the catcher. That's going to be Frank Adamas. Is it safe to say that the number for the Exeter catcher is a single digit? Yes, Won't it is. Will that help narrow it down? That, that would help. It, it would help in as far as it's a single digit. So let's. Could it be Luke, Luke Mackey? Two, let's see, three, four, seven. You know what? I'll bet it Could is. Could be Caden Juck. Or, well, I'm going to say it's either Chase or it's Luke. Here's a ground ball. Carter Cadora knocks it down. He can't make the play, but Gearing picks it up. Nice. Puts the tag on Tavares nice. for the third out of the inning. So nice job by Cordora ranging to his left. He's able to knock it down a few feet uh, to the left of second base. Can't corral it, but Johnny on the spot, Luke Gearing, picks it up, tags Tavares, and there's the third out of the inning. So we played three and a half here at Exeter. It's the Eagles 11, the Red Knights 1. We'll be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gellif Media. State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. We are back at Riften. We've played three and a half, 11-1 Exeter. Exeter will come up with the seven, eight, and nine hitters. We'll see what happens. Chase Blue, Carter Cordora, and Carter Redding are scheduled to bat. 
And Chase Blue will lead it off. Jay's having one, uh, let's see, uh, solid day. He's one for two. He's got a double. David Garcia remains on the mound for Redding. Here's the stretch and the pitch. It's high and tight. Ball one. I'm going to bet that our mystery catcher is number one over there, who I also do not have on my roster. And the first pitch apparently hits Chase Blue. He's awarded first base. And up steps Carter Cordora. Two for two. Two singles. Here's the pitch. Fouls it off to the left side. Nothing in one to the shortstop Cordora. Swing away, Carter. Get that reference, Darren? I did. Here's the pitch. It's up high. Something I will say as far as, and give credit to the Exeter coaches, the swings are fundamental swings. You don't see them chasing a lot of balls outside, uh, a lot of balls in the dirt, very, very disciplined uh, in the batter's box. So credit to the coaches for teaching that discipline. Not always easy to do. That's a great observation, Darren, and I would say that that comes all the way from down below from all of the uh, township ball that they played as well. Here's Garcia's pitch. This one's fouled straight back. It'll even the count at two. In addition to going two for two, Carter with two RBI on the day. Garcia takes a look in. The umpire adjusts his glasses. That's always good to see. Here's the pitch. It's up high. It'll take the count full. Garcia's got a good head of hair on him. I'm not exactly sure how that comes into play, but I will nod my head and say sure. Here's a foul ball. It'll go out of play off to the left side. Phil's dead air, Darren. Count <laughs> remains full. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> the way his air fills we, that we could gap. Talk about, fills we, we could talk air. about the shadow that is cast upon the eagle in front of around the administration building, but you want to go to hair. That's all right, Jerry. It's fine. Here's the pitch. It's a curveball. It's in there. Strike three. I think we've talked the eagle to death there. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> so Carter smiles as he walks out of the batter's box. He's the first out of the inning. And, yes, it is Jake Hafer who is behind home plate. He steps in the box. Oh, there's a shot. Nice grab by the second baseman, Disla, who doubles off. Did he touch him? Chase Blue didn't have to. All he had True. to do was double him off first. Yeah, so nice off. grab by Chris Disla. Literally at his second base spot, doubles off Chase Blue, and that takes care of the Eagles here in the bottom of the fourth. We've played four full. Exeter 11, Reading 1. We'll be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Chance to miss you Say goodbye, it'll make me 
The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Freedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdie's Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. This is the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. And Darren, tonight at Birdie's, the entertainment is Trivia with Allie from 7 to 9. Are you good with trivia? I, you know what I used to be? I think I kind of suck now. What, uh, specifically a, a certain type of trivia? No, I, I, I have a general, a, a good general knowledge, but it seems we've gone to trivia nights a couple of times. Here you go. Chris Disla, who just, uh, actually, let me take a look. No, it's actually Joellian Zapata. Yes. Who will step in. One for two on the day with a single. So we've gone to a couple of, of trivias, and one of them was Marvel Cinema, Cinematic Universe. Oh, grab the ump in the face there. Face mask. Thank God he's wearing a face mask. That's always helpful. Yeah. And so I, I, I haven't watched all those movies, so they're asking these questions, and it's like, come on, get serious. One and one the count to Disla. Here's Heckler's pitch. It's fouled off. Hafer holds on to it, but it's the second strike. Take it to one and two. Number 26, Darren, is Braden Oxenrider. See, we'd get it. Thanks, Ian. I want to know who he had to ask. <laughs> that kid just knows it all. Yeah. It's all in his head. You know what? He's, he's Mike Boyer's long-lost cousin. I think I think that's really how he got to know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, two and two to Disla. Here's Heckler's pitch, and Disla ropes it into left field for a base hit. So one on here in the top of the fifth. Chris Disla, 0 for 2 on the day, two strikeouts. You refer, of course, there to the fact that the both of them have a great knowledge of, of Exeter sports. That's and, where I'm cetera, going with this. Yes. That's where I'm going with this. Who yes. else would have known that number 26 was Braden Oxenrider other than someone of a Mike Boyer descendant? Yes. Right. Clearly a first cousin. <laughs> That's why the two of them get along so well. I agree. They grew up together. Disla fouls the first one off, strike one. Heckler on the mound. He's got the rubber. Here's the stretch. In there for a strike. Evens the count at one. So let's go back to our trivia. Specific, like, music trivia? Tell me. Oh, I'm great at music trivia. As long as you don't put modern music in. Modern music trivia. How about that? Uh, no, I'm a zero. <laughs> That's what you're going to get. Yeah. Here we go, Birdie's modern music trivia. <laughs> so so that we can be there while Jerry crashes and burns. Not not to say we wouldn't would crash mock and you. Burn. Not, we wouldn't mock you. Yeah, we would. Absolutely. Mr. Small Feet. One and one to Disla. Mr. Small Feet. That's right. <laughs> 
Here's Heckler with the pitch. It's up high, two and one. You're making insinuation with that, Darren. I don't uh, think I like it. I don't know what you're talking about. Joe uh, Joelian <laughs> Zapata <laughs> is being held on at one. Gavin Miller playing first base now. Here's Heckler, takes a look over at one. Here's the pitch. It's a short fly ball to left field. Actually, it's just oh. right beyond Carter Cordora. No catch. He's not able to corral it. Talk about a ball that you thought was going to carry a little bit. It didn't even clear the infield dirt. Uh, Carter Cordora tried to go to his right to make the play, but it hits the ground first. Yeah, he, he did get his glove on it, but it, he, he, he just... He just missed it. So give Chris Disla the single. Zapata down to two. And the first two runners are on here in the top of the fifth. Nice hit and good hustle down to first, too, by Disla. I guess the first two batters are on. The runners only become runners after they bat. That's right. So here's a foul straight back. The shortstop, Janzer Paredes. One for two on the day with a single. Beautiful day here in Rifton today. Dude, as nice a day as we've ever seen, especially in April. Here's the pitch. It's up high. Ball one. Again, I'm going to remind everybody that Mike and I sat out here quite a few days in April and just froze last year. You did. Polar opposite this year. Also Polar, get it? That's right. Also want to remind everybody after the pitch. Oh, it's called strike. Tried to. Now they're throwing the ball around a little bit. Here's where you just want to eat it. What happened? It was a called strike. Jake Haber couldn't corral it. It rolled a little to his left. He gets it as the runners were trying to advance. Fires it to third. Nobody ultimately advances a base. They go back. Had he taken a look and fired it to first, he probably would have gotten the guy off first. Probably. So one and two the count to Paredes. Heckler has it. Here's the pitch. It's up high. Ball two. Again, nice little floater up there. Take a shot at it. Maybe he swings. Reminds me you talked about the Steve Carlton delivery. That reminds me a little bit of the Steve Carlton curveball that would start way out and just just fall off the planet. Yeah. Two and two. Heckler steps off, takes a look, gets Paredes back to two. Back in the days of Steve Carlton, man, even opposing fans used to watch that curveball and, and just marvel at it. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. Two and two to the shortstop Paredes. Heckler takes a look. Here's a double steal. They're both in there. Yeah. Zapata gets to three, and Disla takes two on the throw. Gutsy move, but you know what? You're down 11-1. Got to do something. It's a strikeout 
to Paredes. So one out in the inning. First baseman Fernando Rodriguez steps in. He's one for two with a single. First pitch up high for a ball. Rodriguez looks like a powerful kid. Yes, he does. Heckler takes a look. Here's the pitch. It's a drive to center field. Alex Kelsey battles the sun, makes the grab, throws it home. The slide is ahead of the throw, not by much. But Kelsey makes the second out of the inning. Now, a good thing to see there, the rotation was great. Everybody made their move. Pitcher came in to back up the catcher. Everybody was where they should have been. They've got them drilled. Joelian Zapata comes in on the sacrifice fly, plating the second run for Redding. Here's Heckler's pitch. It's outside. Can't make the grab. He's safe. And here is Chris Disla on the pass ball, being able to score from third. So as Patrick, let me take a look, make sure I'm saying the name right, Gregorio stepped in. It was a check swing pass ball, and Disla scores from three. So here's Heckler's pitch. It's a grounder to the shortstop Corridora. He throws it over to Miller, and that'll be the third out of the inning. 6-4 on the putout, and we've played four and a half. It's Exeter 11, Reading 3. We'll be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. Mama Mayhem. Hey, there we are, Jerry. <laughs> Mama Mayhem. If I could take a picture with my phone in these moments where Jerry's looking at his thinking... <laughs> What is going on currently? <laughs> it would be amusement for the ages. Do we got to hire somebody to do all this stuff? <laughs> I don't know. Our talent is lacking. <laughs> <laughs> At least on this side of the table. Yes, it is. Hey, I'm not saying it might not be the whole table. Who knows? <laughs> all right. So we go to the bottom of the fifth. It is 11-3. 
Alex Kelsey, the top of the lineup, will step in. And, Jerry, this is a situation where I think if you're Exeter, you're probably thinking you're going to set Redding down, and this is going to be a five-inning game. So here's a pop-up to the left-hand side, and Frank Adamas does a nice job. He corrals it for the out. Yeah, they, they, need, uh, they need two runs back to do that, don't they? They do. So he, Alex pops out to the catcher for the first out of the fifth inning. Oh, Alex just slammed his helmet, too. Luke Not Gearing, three for three, two RBI. Down low, ball one. David Garcia out on the mound again for Redding. Here's the pitch. Fouled off to the left-hand side. It'll even the count at one. Action in the Exeter bullpen. Can't see it. Here's Garcia with the pitch. It's a curveball in there for a strike. You know, when you say activity in the Exeter bullpen, it could just be a squirrel running around. <laughs> okay, allow me to clarify. There is a pitcher currently throwing a ball, a pitcher, a, 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 an unknown pitcher, Jerry, throwing balls to Chase Cupid. I give you credit the fact that you used the perfect terminology to describe that there was activity in the pen. I will make sure to pay attention next game to see if a squirrel makes his way <laughs> <laughs> to the bullpen. It's two and two to the batter, Gearing. Here's Garcia with the pitch. It's a punch to the shortstop, picks it up on the short hop, gets it over to Rodriguez at first for the out. Very nice play. That's right. Perita scoops it up, gets it over to Rodriguez for the second out of the inning. And up will step the ever-popular Braden Oxenrider. There you go. There he is. The man, the legend. Indeed. He steps in. Here's Garcia's first pitch. It bounces by Adamas. Ball one. Is there, would, do you think Mike would have the stat as to how many runs are scored when there are two outs in the inning? We, we know what it would be if the leadoff man got on. I will bet you that was a strike. That, that, was, a strike. that was a strike. Very good, Jerry. One and one the count. I will bet you that Mike could tell us the stat. The stat for two outs with a man on second while his mother is making waffles at home. Two and one to the batter, Oxenrider. That would be the amazing mind that is Mike Boyer. Here's a foul straight back, evens the count at two. I would not dispel that. Not Kid's at all. good, man. Kid's good. He, he's incredible. Fans will be able to hear him April the 28th, the Indeed. game that we do against Muhlenberg. Mike will have that game. Indeed. Here's a ball bounced up there. Braden takes it for a ball, and the count is full. Now, that game is at First Energy Stadium. 
Here's Garcia's pitch, fouled off to the left-hand side. Count remains full. Speaking of Redding, I don't think we mentioned it. They just signed their agreement with First Energy Stadium that they will be playing 12 of their games this year and then a 20-year agreement. And here's strike three on the outside corner that sets the Eagles down. Redding will be playing their games at First Energy Stadium. Yeah, man, that's uh, that came up the other day. It came completely out of nowhere. I wasn't looking for that. Were you? I was not. Didn't hear anything about it. Nobody said anything anywhere. And uh, good for them. They even had their have a dedicated dressing room. They do. Apparently. I read that as well. So good for them. Well, friends, we've played five full. It's 11-3 Exeter. We'll be right back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. The new Birdies Inn is the hangout spot in Exeter. In addition to entertainment every night, Birdies has a great menu too. Traditional pub food like wings, nachos, and chili, as well as non-traditional fare such as fish and chips, they'll kill boss a cheesesteak, plus the best burger in Burks. Yes, I said it. The best burger in Burks. Two bars, including the enclosed, until spring that is, deck. Two dining rooms, smiling servers, and great drink specials. The new Birdies Inn, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. This is the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. Going to the top of the six, Exeter out in the field, doing a nice job on defense on the year as a team, fielding at a 9-17 clip, 12 errors and 144 total chances. There's Heckler's first pitch. It's in there for a strike. Taking a look at that side, it's going to be the right fielder, Harold Tavares, one for two, a single and a strikeout. Here's Heckler's pitch. It's up high, ball one. Watching the Phillies game last night, and I haven't caught a whole lot early in this season, but they got to the seventh inning, eighth inning. Once the game was put away, it was 7-3 Marlins. What was the topic of discussion? Here's a ground ball to the third baseman. Nice scoop, long throw, got the out. Nicely done. Luke Gearing actually moving over. Well, let me take a look here. The third base, third, yes. Third base is actually, yeah, it is Luke Gearing, I think. I think he moved over there. That's an 11, yep. Yep. So nice play there. 5-3 on the putout. And it's the first out. What was it? That hit the butt end of the bat? I believe it did. So the pitch does hit the bat. It's strike one. So watching the Phillies game last night, it, dead air time, they're talking about hot dogs. hot dogs. Hot dogs was the topic of conversation, and it was the whole half inning. And, and if you know John Crook, here's a ground ball to the first baseman. He's got it. Gavin Miller beats the runner to first, which would have been David Garcia. 
I'm sorry, it would have been Ander Baez. So it is three unassisted for the second out of the inning. And, yeah, Crocker and uh, T-Mac, you know, Tom McCarthy, yep. they're talking about hot dogs for the whole half inning. Forget about a game. It was just hot dogs. Okay, Darren, what food item do you want to talk about over the next <laughs> half inning? We're going to go cheesesteaks. I don't know, stromboli. Well, you know what? I know something we could talk about for the next, you know, half inning, but oof. So there's a swing and a miss. This is David Garcia, and I believe the count is one and one. But every time I bring it up, it 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 isn't with a feeling of wow, this is wonderful. It's all a matter of who You're would do this. About to trigger me, aren't you? Yeah. Who would do this? And I know I know a number of people on my side. Of course, now the fans are wondering if they they, they probably heard us talk about it before, but. Good old Birdies has presented this option, which this one pops straight up. Franzik has an opportunity. I'm sorry. Not Franzik. That's Hafer. He can't bring it in. So it goes as a strike. One and two the count. The winds kick up again. So the amazing Birdies, new Birdies in. Has an option on burgers for what, Darren? Don't make me say it. Just say it. Don't Get make it me over say it. it. It defames. Here's a shot to the Gavin Miller over at first. A humpback liner. He grabs it. That is the third out of the inning. And you know what? We will come back. We will go to break with the teaser. And we'll come back and we'll tell them what it is. I. So we have played five and a half. It is Exeter 11, Reading 3. We'll be back at the Exeter Sports Network. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Back to the scintillating conversation. Well, even before we get to that point, Gavin Miller, who had two putouts, unassisted putouts there in the top of the sixth, he will lead it off for Exeter here in the bottom of the sixth. And, yes, to talk about it, fans, if if you like this, we'll have to do a podcast just on food alone because I, I really idea. need to know how many people would put peanut butter and jelly on a burger? The food of the Exeter Sports Network podcast. Yes. Oh, wait, whoa, whoa. We didn't. Maybe, yes. No, Jerry's food. You know, if you want to talk about your food of preference for the Exeter Sports Network, don't, don't incorporate all of us into this. Do you really want to get into the gourmet stylings of a Jerry Gellif? Do you really want to get into that? 
when I talk peanut butter and jelly, the only <laughs> gourmet thing about it is the bread that I slap it on, and it's not a burger, okay? You know, all I can say is don't knock it till you tried it. Oh, and yeah, yeah, if yeah. you're afraid of it like a little girl, well, you know. <laughs> afraid of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, running, I'm running from a burger. I can tell. All right, so ball one. Darren's afraid of a burger. Ball one to Gavin Miller. <laughs> Here's the pitch. Gavin flies out to center. It's misplayed. It goes over the center fielder's head. Gavin is off to the races. He hits second, coming into third, and he'll stop there. Stand-up triple. <laughs> he does a little wiggle with his hips. Did you see that? I did. <laughs> so a difficult <laughs> shot out to center field right into the sun. The center fielder, we'll see who that is for you, Patrick Gregorio, couldn't come up with it. It goes over his head to the wall. That sun has got to be directly in his eyes. It, I mean, it at is least, brutal. At least the left fielder and the right fielder have something that resembles shade. He's hard in the middle of it. So Gavin on third. Chase McCusker will come up to bat. Here's the pitch. Fouls off to the right side. Darren, we're going to work on that podcast idea. It is the the food of the Exeter and Saints Sports Networks. Yes. Yes. You might get some pushback there. You could. By who? Just saying. Who's pushing back? Who doesn't want to talk about food? Oh, you're, you're talking. Yeah, I'm talking back as far as the burger. Being, I'm talking about food in general. Oh, in general. All right. You know, think about all those great meals that we had during the football games. That is true. Garcia's still on the mound for Redding. In, in talking to Jerry, I've lost sight of the count, but I know it's two strikes, <laughs> if nothing less. <laughs> See how Jerry does that? Jerry, Jerry distracts in just very mysterious ways. I've been told that I am a uh, very bad influence all of my life. <laughs> One and two, as I just heard called out. Garcia looks in to McCusker. Here's the pitch. It's up high. Ball two. Yeah, it seems like that was a curveball. It didn't quite break. So seeing Chase McCusker, when we first started out, who was the QB for Exeter? His brother, Gavin, I believe. Gavin, yes, he was. But I believe it would be his brother. Gotta be. So how many McCuskers are there out so there? So the the Exeter family continues. It's true, and there was a brother uh before him. I can't remember his name. It's full count. Chase fouls off the pitch straight back. It'll keep the count full. And yeah, we'll do it one more time. And I think I think, do not quote me on this, but I think Chase McCusker. I'm going to quote you on this. Okay. All right. Be that way. Chase McCusker may be in the hunt to be the quarterback next year. Here's the pitch. It's a short pop to left field. Diving in. Apparently didn't make the play, but here's the throw at the plate. It's a perfect throw, and he nails him. A great play in left field. 
an absolutely perfect throw. I mean, it could not have been better. So the left fielder on the shot, and that is going to be Jesus Rodriguez. He comes up with it. Throws out Gavin Miller at the plate, and just like that, we've got two outs. That was a nice play in left field. He charged it, dove. Glove out in front, makes the grab, then gets to his feet and a strong throw to the plate and beats Gavin Miller by a good 10 feet. Yeah, man, and Thomas was just standing there with the ball, waiting for him to come. Mm-hmm. Had his feet up on the coffee table, waiting for him to show up. Apparently. So Matt Heckler in the box. The pitcher. One and two the count. Garcia on the rubber. Here's the pitch. Outside. Two and two. Here's Garcia's pitch. Heckler pops it up to the left side. Rodriguez is under it. He waits, he squeezes it. Very nice. And there's the third out of the inning. We've played six full. It's the Eagles 11, the Red Knights three. We'll be back, it's the Exeter Sports Network. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Freedensburg Road okay. in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdies' Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. It's the Exeter Sports Network. I never muted your mic. That's okay. I didn't talk. It's a good thing that you weren't uh, yelling at me about a peanut butter and jelly burger. No, nah, I let that one go. <laughs> I, I know better. <laughs> we move to the top of the seventh here at Riften. Other games going on today? Probably wrapping up or in the latter stages, Burks Catholic at Antietam, Tolpehocken and Brandywine battle it out. Governor Mifflin travels to Fleetwood, Ole Valley and Hamburg, Schuylkill Valley at Wyomissing, Twin Valley at Conrad Weiser, and a big one in Burks 1, Wilson and Muhlenberg. Just checking to see if uh, our boy Drago from MikeDragoSports.com has any scores but I don't see anything, no. So Adamus is going to lead off for Redding. Here's Heckler's pitch, this is a pop fly. Alex Kelsey roams to his left, he's in right center, makes the grab. One pitch, one out, 
here in the top of the seventh. Dude, Heckler's in here. Still. He absolutely is still in. Getting to finish this game. And speaking of MikeDragoSports.com, friends, if you haven't checked it out yet, what are you waiting for? The absolute best coverage of sports in Burks. And Julie Pelhar-Cohen, if I got the name right, is going to be doing, or Julie Cohen-Pelhar, I'm going to mess that up. And I, I think the last name is Cohen. All right. Yes. She is going to be handling track and field for MikeDragoSports.com. She rode for the Reading Eagle for a number of years and ultimately excited for that opportunity. Here's Alex Kelsey battling the sun on a flyout. How many else has Alex Kelsey made? Six? Uh, he's made a few. So Alex makes the grab for out number two. Let's see how many he might have made today. One, two, three, four, five. That is his sixth put out of the game. Excellent, Jerry. Good job. Pat yourself on the back. Great guess. First pitch to Edwin Metz. It's a ball. Down to the last out, Darren. Here's Heckler's pitch. It's inside. 2-0. Dude, that was tight inside. Edwin Metz is the stalwart of their pitching staff. In eight appearances, excuse me, five appearances, he has a 1-4-5 ERA. That was a strike there. All right, that was a strike, so it's going to be 2-1. Here's Heckler's pitch. So he Ooh. drives it to right field beyond Lucas Gearing's glove. Actually, let me see who's playing out there because Gearing is playing third base. They've moved him around a little bit. I cannot see that number. Too far out there. I almost want to say there's two 11s out there. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. that's Luke Gearing at two. <laughs> it does kind of look like 11, doesn't uh, it? I'm telling you. All right, so Edwin Metz is on with a single. Nice single, too. Very nice, smooth stroke. Just threw it out there. Bowling into right field. Laid the bat out there. Let's say that. There's Heckler. Standing on the mound there. Everybody's looking down the right hand. There's going to be a courtesy runner. It's going to be Dislow. Not a pinch runner, Darren? I call it a pinch runner. <laughs> Darn it. We're just breaking you that. Here's Heckler. The pitch. Outside. Fernando Rodriguez, the first baseman in there. Ball won the pitch. Here's Heckler's offering. It's a foul. Or actually, it's a pop fly to the second baseman. Gearing squeezes it. That is the third out of the inning. And that's your final here in Riften. Exeter 11, 
Reading 3. We'll be back with post-game comments after these messages. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gellif Media. State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something happening every day of the week at Birdies. Dancing to the oldies on Monday. Open mic Tuesday. Trivia or live music on Wednesday. 
Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdie's Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the in thing to do. This is the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. We're back. I'm sorry, Darren. I didn't even realize you didn't have hey, your headset on. Hey, we're back. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Wasn't even looking at Darren. Didn't I'm, realize. I'm looking at the score sheet, putting something a little together to talk about, and all of a sudden, all I hear without my headset on is, oh, Darren, we're back. Okay. Sounds great. Hi, Jerry. Oh, now Hi, Darren. Oh, now he wants me to move the mic up. Do, we, I do it all. need to be able to hear those velvety tones. I do it all game long, and now you want me to do it again. Ay, ay, ay. All right. Well, let's take a look at Exeter today. Certainly coming out of the gate, wasn't quite sure what to think. Devin Sheeran on the mound. Redding comes out. They'll put together three hits and a walk and come up with a run. Of course, sandwiched around three strikeouts from Devin Sheeran. He would end with, let me see here. He would actually have those three strikeouts he was taken out after one and two thirds so one two three four strikeouts had two walks and then matt heckler came on after one and two third and he takes it throughout the end of the game nice job gave up two in the fifth uh, base hits to start off the inning Joelian Zapata, Chris Disla. Nice game by Chris Disla. Uh, not necessarily showing it early in the game for Disla. He had started out with two Ks, but ended up with a single, made some nice plays out on the field. So certainly a nice addition to this Redding Red Knight team. And he certainly shows some leadership ability too. So a young Redding team can rally around and learn a lot from a guy like that. And again, we... Knowing that Reading is, I'll say, up and coming, they're a young team. Look, when you think of Reading, you don't think of baseball. You, you think of basketball. Absolutely. So at that point, you know, these guys are out here giving it everything they've got. They're trying to build a program, so kudos to them. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, you know, the, the team showed a definite scrappiness about them. They came out and scored that one. Then they pulled two more out in the top of the fifth. And which kept it from being a five-inning game, you know. I mean, they they didn't win, but they did not go down without a fight. For Exeter, a number of players getting in the RBI column, in the run column. Start off with Alex Kelsey. Two for four, two runs scored, two, uh, two hits. Two for four, the two runs scored. Then you go to Luke Gehring, three for four. Scoring a run, two RBIs. Devin Sheeran went two for two with two runs scored. And an RBI. Chase Cupid went two for three. A run scored, two RBI. Then down to Carter Cordora. He went two for three. A run scored and two RBI. And we, we talked about it during the broadcast where... Give credit to Exeter, very disciplined behind the plate. They don't chase at a lot of bad balls. They make a lot of contact. There are a lot of K-1 
counts that they take deep because they'll keep fouling them off. They'll keep fouling them off. Devin did it a couple times. Chase did it a couple times. So credit to them and that leadership to battle and battle and battle, and then they're finally putting the ball in play. Darren, you made that comment during the game uh, about their their commitment to being disciplined in the batter's box, and you're 100% right. We don't see them making a lot of uh, – uh, swinging a lot of silly bats. Let's put it that way. And we even had guys come off the bench and contribute tonight, this afternoon rather, and it's uh, it was really an all-around – absolute team win was it not it certainly was matt heckler came on did a a heck of a job going five and two thirds uh, in order to close it out how about that you want to talk about a long reliever sometimes that's not always the easiest thing to do to come in one and two thirds into the game and have to put it together and mow them down and and keep that going but a good job for him Uh, certainly building his confidence because as we know as this season goes along We talked about it with Mike Boyer in one of our text chats, if you will, where, and and Ryan Lineweaver, pitching depth isn't something you're necessarily going to find at the high school level. So the sooner you can develop it, the better off you'll be. And hopefully seeing some of these younger guys out here, you know, Jay Kafer and, uh, of course, Matt Heckler today, building for what will come later in the season. As well as Chase McCusker. Saw some action as well, and I mean, yeah, this was uh, this was good to get them some time, and perhaps as we get to playoff time, we'll be able to see these kids spell people. I mean, I don't know if I'm saying anything untoward there, but certainly you want to have your starters in as much as humanly possible, right? Yeah, and this is a game against Reading. You know... It will be an easier game. You have to play your game, much like anything else. You have to play the game. But if you're Exeter, you know it's an easier game. You still have to come out with your A game, as far as that's concerned. And so this is a a stepping stone. This is what they always say. Win the ones you're supposed to and battle for the ones maybe that people don't think you're supposed to. Friday's game against Governor Mifflin is going to be huge. It'll be interesting to see as far as pitching because when you take a look at how many pitches, and and I'll see if I've got it here, I think uh, Devin went about 45 pitches today. So it'll be interesting to see. I'm not familiar with how they keep track of pitch counts and what have you and what is too much for an arm at this level. But it'll be interesting to see because Governor Mifflin's bats are potent up and down that lineup. Yeah, man. And Exeter will have to come prepared in order to stay competitive in that game. A stat to look at for Friday might be (laughs) average number of runs uh, by which they win. Because, I mean, what was the score? 15-1 against Muhlenberg? Mm -hmm. We saw a couple of 15s for them already this year. And I believe there's a 14 in there as well. I mean, they're just scoring an incredible amount of runs. Yeah, in fact, when you take a look at the standings, Governor Mifflin 3-0, and 7-1 overall, and, and yeah, the their margin of victory, it hasn't been close. A number of them five-inning games, 
they came out against Redding. They came out against Muhlenberg in the first couple innings, putting up seven, eight, nine spots, yep, yep. just like Exeter did in that opening game against Wilson. Yep. And when you do that, you demoralize a team. You, sure. you take the fight out of them early because now it's, oh, geez, you know, how, how are we supposed to match up to this? So if Governor Mifflin comes out and plays that kind of game, Exeter's defense will have to be on spot, and that pitching is going to have to maybe turn it up a notch uh, if, if if they do score early just to make sure it doesn't get out of hand too early. Gut check moment coming on Friday for these Eagles. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Well, friends, I think, Jerry, will that basically wrap it up here at Exeter? Darren, that will basically and completely wrap it up here at Exeter. All right, so... We will talk to you on Friday, 4 o'clock, Governor Mifflin right here yep. on the Exeter Sports Network. And, of course, it is a home game for Exeter, so we will be right here as well. But looking forward to bringing you that game and, and seeing what Governor Mifflin has to offer firsthand. Yeah, and we'll see how the boys respond. And I'm uh, feeling good about the game. Got a good weather forecast. Might be 90 degrees that day. I think 85 or something today, 85 tomorrow, and then who knows, and I think the weekend's supposed to be a washout around here. Is it? Yeah. Is it? I didn't see that. I, I haven't seen as far as when it's supposed to start, but <laughs> seems like Saturday and Sunday. So I will take it when you're talking about the weather on a Wednesday and a Friday, being able to call the games out here as we do, I will certainly take that kind of weather. Every time I don't have to drag out that canopy thing that I bought last year and we never used, I'm going to consider that a victory. I would, too. Why not? Because they'll play through rain. Of course. As long as there's not any lightning in the area. Right. Onward and upward. Right. So, well, friends, that's a wrap from Exeter Township Senior High School. Your Eagles 11, the Reading Red Knights 3. We will talk to you Friday on the Exeter Sports Network, 4 p.m. as your Eagles take on the Governor Mifflin Mustangs. And for my super producer and partner in crime, Jerry Gelliff. Jerry, say goodbye, folks. Goodbye, folks. Nicely done. I'm Darren Ziner. Hey, thank you for joining us on the Exeter Sports Network. Have a great evening. Thank you for joining us on the Exeter Sports Network for Exeter Eagles Varsity Baseball. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph Medical Center with comprehensive facilities at Exeter Ridge and the new Birdies Inn at Five Points in Exeter. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gelliff Media. Good night. Good night.